say you're a runner, you have a little bit of knee pain and you're like, it'll go away by itself. And you continue running on it. And anyone who's done this knows that it did not go away. It just got worse over time. And same with this, it will not magically go away because it's there because of a reason, something that you're doing or not doing caused it. So just ignoring it, but keep living your life without making any changes is not going to fix it, but it will most likely make it worse. So you're continuously going to do that. And with fit girls, Jenny, it's a tiny bit more heartbreaking to me because these girls are, they work hard, right? We go into the gym and we don't correct it. It's only mild. So we're not worried about it. We're like, ah, it's okay. We can deal. Right. But the thing is now we're making it worse with every single rep. And it's very easy to make it better, correct it, reverse it. And then we don't have an issue moving forward. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you so much for being here. For those of you who don't know Nicole Thorne, she is known for blending fitness and pelvic floor together. And I feel like this topic is so important because number one, not a lot of women talk about this. And number two, when you can fix the issue with your pelvic floor and leaking and that sort of thing, it's truly life-changing and you're able to live a great life, what we call a peak performance life when this is fixed and we can age well. So thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to dive deep with you today on this issue because like I said, so many women just don't know about it or they are scared to talk about it. Yeah, so much. Jenny, thank you. I'm super, super excited. I can't wait to. And this is round two, by the way. We recorded this last week and we had like internet issues and I uploaded the recording to our production company. They're like, we can't use it. And I'm like, oh no. (laughs) So anyways, round two will be so much better. Nicole, can you explain, first of all, what the pelvic floor is? Because not a lot of people really know what the pelvic floor is. Yeah. The pelvic floor is actually, it's literally that it is the floor of your body. I feel like it is the core, like it's the very crux of your body. Um, I'm not able to show you guys visually here, but if you can kind of visualize the bottom of your vagina, you know, uh, uh, but it's not only that, right? Like it runs all the way to your pubic bone. Mm -hmm all the way back to your sacrum. And then it also attaches on both sides of your sits bones. So it's a larger area than people actually 
think it is usually. And I feel like the reason so much attention is on it now, and we're running into so many issues as women with it, because it is such a vast area. And also the fact that it is the center of your body. And when the center in anything, never mind your body, isn't working, then none of the things outside of it can work, right? Yes, yes, totally. And what would be some of the symptoms of a weak pelvic floor? And who would maybe experience it more? So this, honestly, like you would think, and I think people think older people, but this is not the case, actually. I don't know if you know this, Jenny, but even young, young women, like 13 years old, sometimes have issues. I work with women all the time that haven't had babies yet, and they're having issues. And yes, of course, the older generation too, um, but in everybody in between, like, it's actually less to do with aging, I feel like it has more to do with where your body is at, like with alignment, which we're going to get into more. But I feel like it has more to do with that than actually aging. And what are some of the symptoms that somebody could experience if they have a weakened pelvic floor? Yeah. So the most common is leaking. Um, prolapse, which is like one of the organs is descending down. And you might not even feel this at first, but when you feel it, it's pretty advanced. At that point, it's fairly advanced. I don't know if people notice, but hernias are a pelvic floor issue. And it's not a pelvic floor directly because I know it's happening usually more around your stomach area or hip, not the pelvic floor, but it's like the entire core is actually attached to each other, right? So that's why I call it a pelvic floor issue, but really it's a core issue. Mm. Hemorrhoids, believe it or not. And the reason for those things, like all of it, I'll just mention really quick before I go on low back pain, but even hip pain, pelvic pain, there are spasms going on, which, because it all boils down to one thing and it is alignment at the end of the day. And people don't realize this. So interesting. And does it get worse when somebody has a baby or does it come about when somebody has a baby? So the reason it seems like it happens after baby is because when you are pregnant, like these alignments issues that you had to begin with now are exasperated. So if already the person doesn't work out either, so they have like weak muscles, which everything now exasperates what was there to begin with. And then you also spend nine months compensating for a bigger belly, uh, bigger breasts, things like this, right? And stress and all those things play a factor as well. So yeah, now in nine months already, now you're tired. Now you're not sleeping. Now you're again, not working out or like, you know, making sure that the muscles are um, being attended to. And so it just kind of snowballs into a problem that was technically already there. It's just that then your body was able to usually, not always, was able to like roll with it a little bit better beforehand. You know? Yeah, I know just speaking from my own experience after having Jackson, my first son, yeah. I started experiencing a lot of lower back pain. Yes. And we talked a little bit about this before Nicole and I just kind of chalked it up as like, okay, I was pregnant and this is also like a family issue. Like every, 
right. family member on my mom's side has lower back pain. So I was like, okay, then I'm just going to be like getting the lower back pain that my family always talks about. But I realized it had to do with my pelvic floor and that it weakened. And I noticed right away when I would sneeze, I would leak a little bit or I would cough and I would leak a little bit. And it was you that said, that isn't normal. Right. right. And so many women walk around and they think, okay, I've had a baby, so I can't really do plyometrics anymore. I can't jump on a trampoline with my kids. Like that's over because I'm going to now be leaking because I've had a baby. Yeah. What do you say to that? So this is the sad part, right? Like here, I was actually like this too. Here's two women, you and me, and we have been in the fitness industry our entire adult lives, yeah. right? And so we're very integrated. The only way you can stay active and certified is to be taking courses. So we've taken, you know, every year, like we're very well educated, yet we don't know this thing. And mm -hmm. even doctors, they are really incredible at their scope, but unfortunately, it's not being covered in their curriculum. Same with kinesiologists. Like I have good friends that are kinesiologists. Uh, chiropractors, all these kinds of professions, it is not in our curriculum. Same with fitness coaches, right? So that is kind of the problem. And then when your doctor accidentally tells you, oh, it's normal, or this happens to all women. So what I say to that is, sorry, BS, <laughs> because that is not okay. You can't have two humans put on the planet, a male and a female, and the female has babies and then forevermore has to stink like pee. No, <laughs> like that's not a thing. It would, doesn't make any sense, you know? And if you don't fix the issue, like I think so many women, because even myself I was like, okay, if I like pee a little bit here and there, sometimes it's not a big deal. But if you don't address it, it will get worse with age. Well, yes, this is the thing with age and weakening, right? Like DJ, mm -hmm. like what happens with mm -hmm. age? So it, it does boil down to that. So that's the thing. Women will say that to me, like especially a younger person, like say in their thirties or so, they'll say, oh yeah, mine is not that bad. I only experience it on the trampoline. And what I say to that is, you know, I tread a little bit carefully because I don't want to be like a fear monger and like, hey, you're going to be whatever. Diapers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. In a couple years from now. I don't yeah, want to exactly. bring the news to you, but. Yeah. <laughs> but the truth is, that's like you have, like, say you have a little bit of knee pain. Say you're a runner, you have a little bit of knee pain and you're like, ah, it'll go away by itself. And you continue running on it. And anyone who's done this knows that it did not go away. It just got worse over time. And same with this, it will not magically go away because it's there because of a reason, something that you're doing or not doing caused it, you know, alignment based, strength based, all those kinds of things. So just ignoring it, but keep living your life without making any changes is not going to fix it, but it will most likely make it worse because you're in that situation, that position, whatever that caused it. So you're continuously going to do that. And with fit girls, Jenny, it's a tiny bit more heartbreaking to me because these girls are, you know, I have a lot in common with them. Um, they work hard. Right? We go into the gym and we don't correct it. It's only mild. So we're not worried about it. We're like, ah, it's okay. We can deal. Right? But the thing is now we're making it worse with every single rep. 
And it's very easy to make it better, correct it, reverse it, and then we don't have an issue moving forward, you know? There's also something that um, I've noticed with my clients, and you know this, I've sent a lot of of my girls over to you. Yes. um, Just to take a look at uh, their core and their pelvic floor. And one of these symptoms that I've seen a lot in my clients, and, and you might be listening to this right now and you're like, oh my gosh, this is me. It's like when you go on a fitness program and you know you are eating well, you are training, you are physically seeing changes in your arms and your legs, you're like getting stronger, you're feeling so great, but you still have this like pooch. Yeah. And nothing that you're doing is like taking that away. It's like, that's impossible. You know, you're losing inches everywhere else, except for that midsection. And it's usually not always, but it's usually somebody that that has had kids, usually more than one kid. And no matter what they do, they have this pooch. And that's another symptom of, of, of a weakened pelvic floor. It's more of a physical symptom. And if you're listening, you're like, that is totally me. And I probably just chalked it up as like, I gain weight there, or like, that's my genetics, or I've had babies, like, what, how do you fix that, Nicole? Because I've seen you fix that in like a couple weeks. And it's so dramatic, because you've showed me the before and afters. Yeah. You know what, it's just so crazy, because it is 100% alignment based at that point, when you say you've done all the other things, but that is still there. In the fitness world, we all know it's very well proven that we cannot spot reduce, right? Like I can't just work on my triceps or or whatever and like expect that to be the one thing that fixes. Um, Same with the belly. If I'm going to try and verbally say this, if the listener, if you stand up and you stand there with your shoulders rolled forward and possibly your pelvis kind of like tucked under like a lot of people have, Mm-hmm. And then put your attention on your belly, just feeling even, first of all, aesthetically, you'll see what it looks like. It looks loose and kind of poochy. But the thing about it is there is no tension, natural tension being created. So now if you try to your best with what you know, to align yourself, so start from the feet, knees a little bit soft, pelvis, find your midpoint with your pelvis diaphragm stacked on top, shoulders gently back. So not like hiked back because people like to do that. They go, oh yeah, here's my posture. And they like go the opposite way, right? So gently align yourself and then notice to yourself what is happening with your stomach. You will feel a slight natural tension. First of all, it flattens out actually, but you can feel it, right? Especially if you have body awareness, which a woman who works out and is in this industry knows, she she knows how to feel these things. So that's kind of the difference. So you're walking around with your, and I'm going to call it stomach right now, just for simplicity's sake, kind of hanging there with no tautness, no natural tension to it all the time. So any muscle in that position will sort of stay there. It's like atrophy there almost, mm. right? But if you're aligned and your whole body actually, because you can't just align one part. So your whole body is aligned and the whole thing is working the way it was supposed to work. And the channels are working the way it was supposed to work. There's that natural tension. And I want to clarify, I do not mean sucking your stomach in. 
Not at all, because that's a whole other story and we don't want that. But when you stand aligned, it's a natural, soft tension. Gosh, I would love people to comment even below if they felt it, what I'm talking about. Because when you're aware, when you're ma being made aware of it, it like people get it, you know, and they're like, okay, there is a missing link here that's not rocket science, but it is missing, you know? Yeah. And you have to be taught it or, you know, even cue yourself. And, and this is not just, this is for everything. Like it's before every major lift when you're working out, right? Like you actually help your clients cue this posture change, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. And then we, you know, we go further, we release the tight muscles and then we strengthen the body. So the body does it naturally. So, you know, that's where the X frame comes in that Jenny, you talk about all the time. It actually is related, but we want to, you know, put all the pieces together and then we build this gorgeous X frame in the process too. Let's talk about that, Nicole, because you've recently become a strong girls franchisee coach. Yes. You have had many years of experience building your private community on Facebook called Pelvic Floor Secrets. So if anybody wants more information on their pelvic floor with the amazing Nicole and also in a private community, definitely add yourself into the group. Yeah. Um, but you've been building this community for many years and you've been working with clients who have fixed this issue and now they are ready for like, like to level up and actually, because they can do it now. Like they don't have fear of starting a training program. They don't have fear of leaking or feeling exhausted or, you know, because it's really exhausting to have that issue. Like your body is trying to rehab it. Yeah. And so if your energy is lower too, it could, that could be a, a, an issue with the pelvic floor, right? Like you've probably heard that as soon as your pelvic floor um, is starting to heal, you, you, you have more energy in your day as well. Well, this is it. Like, it's very funny to talk about because it's not life-threatening. Like yeah. leaking, prolapse, very uncomfortable and life-altering. It's not going to kill you, right? So it does seem like, ah, it's okay. I'll we don't realize, yeah. yeah. It's not cancer, like, yeah. <laughs> but it's very life-changing. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just quickly bring up, and if you go into my group, I have it pinned, actually, one of my clients, Esmond, who, Jenny, you know her as well. She lives in New York, uh, very athletic woman. She tells her whole story. Um, yeah, like she had to move her workouts to her garage because that's how bad her leaking was. Wow. But yet she didn't want to stop working out. So she'd continue her workouts because, yes, that's important to us. I mean, I understand that. You know, so she would just kind of deal with it. The problem with that is if it would have continued when she's like 60, well, that would be a woman that would probably end up in diapers or yeah. right, or like completely not be able to control it. So she was a bit of a binge watcher. Like she bought my, um, at the time I had a DIY program, she binge watched it. And like in two days texted me, yes, I deadlift it dry, <laughs> you know, and it was fast. And it's just putting the pieces together. But then after that, then she continues to work it and improve it and get better. Right. But she that's was amazing. able to put it in action fast. And and that's the beauty behind it. Like you've told me, even when I've sent a client over here, they're like, oh, they're done. They're fixed. Like she's good. I'm <laughs> like, what? It's been like a couple of days. And it's just the way that you teach them and the cues 
Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show because I have to share one of my most favorite pieces of home equipment slash travel equipment. And if you love to work out as much as I do, then you're going to want to check out Max Pro Fitness. This is so awesome. If you're following me on IG, coach underscore JVB, you will see some of the videos I posted with the MaxFit Pro. It's a full cable system that folds up into a backpack and you can legit bring it anywhere or pull it out like it's so easily stored and for all my fellow strong women out there there are 50 resistance settings from five pounds all the way up to 300 pounds at the turn of a dial and the entire system only weighs 10 pounds I love it so much that I have partnered with them to offer you guys a hundred dollars off your purchase So I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and you're going to save $100 off the full cable system that folds up into a backpack. Oh my God, guys, you are going to love it. I hope you take me up on this opportunity because you are not going to be disappointed. One of the things I wanted to go through right now, because I think it would be really cool for our listeners to do it with us is like uh, core breath, which we've all heard about Kegels, do your Kegels. I know like my mom, like when I was pregnant, she's like, do your Kegels. And when I learned how to do a Kegel, I just learned how to just contract and that was it. Right. That's not a healthy way to do Kegels and it can actually be more damaging. Yeah. So what is a core breath, AKA Kegel? um, And how can we like start practicing that in our day? Yes. So Um, Like we teach a course, right? Like I didn't create it. My mentor did. Her name is Kim. Um, So it's called core confidence. And that's where we teach core breath. What the core breath is. Let me take a step back, actually. What the core is front. So you could think of it like your stomach area back. When you talk about the deep layers of that, it literally attaches to the pelvic floor. So it's attached. They don't work separately. And then you have the diaphragm. So it's like a I like to explain it as like a cylinder or sometimes I've even went simpler and explained it kind of like a tube, you know? Um, So we want this to kind of be aligned so that it works. So the core breath is basically when you're aligned so that your stomach area, let's say, like the stomach and the back, that whole part of the tube, if you will, it's not a very scientific word, uh, is aligned directly above your pelvis, and also with your diaphragm. So nothing is sticking out um, either way from the bottom or the top, right? So it's like one nice line. When you take an inhale, so this is actually called diaphragmatic breathing. So your belly fills with air, your side body fills with air, your back fills with air. And when it can go all down like that naturally, then the pelvic floor also gets a message of that oxygen. So when that happens, when you exhale, and this happens quickly, um, the pelvic floor automatically contracts up. But the cool part, because that whole thing is attached, the front of your body contracts together and the back of your body contracts together. So the entire thing is contracting together. So inhale, it fills up, it relaxes. Exhale, the whole thing contracts front, back, bottom. Um, The problem is if your shoulders are rolled forward or your pelvis is tucked under or your pelvis is tucked out, all right, so you have an exaggerated S-curve in your back, anybody, again, if you wish, unless you're driving, you can stand up and try this. 
when you put yourself, even just go ahead and do your shoulders forward because everybody knows what that is. And then you try to, try to take a breath. Your breath is immediately stuck around the chest area. Mm-hmm. So it's not going down anymore, right? Now, if this is happening for you 24 seven, so now you can understand what's happening. This is being very general, but essentially that pelvic floor all the time or most of the time is sitting there with no job because it's supposed to be contracting with every exhale. Not a forceful contraction, it's supposed to happen with your normal everyday breath, even when you're sleeping. But if that's not happening, so that's a muscle that's being atrophied, right? Because it's not being used, it's just sitting there with no job. Now all of a sudden you try to deadlift or lift your child or run really quickly to grab something, whatever. Well, it's not ready because it's sitting there going like, hey lady, You haven't asked me to contract for like, I don't know, 20 years. Now all of a sudden you want me to contract? Uh, Which is also why when I first teach the core breath, there is a number of women who will say two things. They'll say, one, it feels backwards. Yeah. And they'll say, two, they can't feel it at all. And actually, I was that person. I was that person as a fitness professional in my first course. And I'm being taught this, right? And I'm thinking to myself, what are these people talking about? Because like, I feel nothing. Well, yeah, because it's atrophied. You can't all of a sudden, like a a muscle sitting there doing nothing isn't all of a sudden going to go like, oh yeah, this is what I feel like. Like, you know, this is. Yeah. Yeah, I got taught it where you breathe in and you're almost like blooming a flower with your vagina. And then when you're exhaling, you're like picking up a blueberry yeah. with your vagina, but not making jam, right? Like, cause Correct. you don't have to eat. So this Correct. is actually teaching you how to do a proper Kegel with contracting and then releasing like any other muscle in the body, right? We don't hold a contraction, whether we're doing like a bicep curl, we're not holding it there for, for like ever, right? Yeah. It's an eccentric movement, just like your, your pelvic floor. And exactly. When we're constantly tightening it up, like I know when, when I was pregnant, I was like, I gotta do my Kegels, I gotta do my Kegels and you're yeah. tightening, tightening, tightening. That can actually wreak havoc on the pelvic floor as well. Cause it can make it overly tight and not know how to relax. Correct. So, you know what, let me add a little piece here and hopefully I'm not going too technical, but let's say you're a person where your pelvis is either tucked under or tucked out, but let's go with under, Right. Well, when that's happening, what happens is the muscles around are not comfy. They're not in a, oh, doo-doo-doo, I'm in a nice, comfortable position. Well, let's talk about, sorry, what, like when you tuck your pelvis under and people can look at themselves in the mirror right now, Yeah, just stand naturally and look at yourself in the mirror. And my whole family kind of tucks their pelvic yeah. um, under it. They have like no butts. The butt goes like right into the leg and that's part of posture, right? It's also... Yeah. It's also weak glutes probably due to that maybe, or, you know, who knows what's causing it's like the chicken, the chicken and the egg thing. But yeah, like if you're naturally your pelvic's tucked under, like you have no butt, that's what that means. Right. And then the other way is like your butt is really protruding out. Yes. Where like, when you look at your back, who's supposed to have a natural S shape, this S shape is really, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those people have the most back pain in my experience. The S. Yeah. 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 But anyways, so what those muscles are now, they are going to like hang on around the joints. They're tightening up around the joints. Right. 
And so you can just imagine. So now we have a pelvic floor that's possibly sitting there with no job, atrophied, plus all the muscles have tightened up around it, right? Which is where the spasms come from, by the way, and other problems also. And now you're asking it to deadlift or mm. squat or lat pull down or whatever, push up, plank, you know, any kind of core exercise. Um, and that that's where our problem is now. So it's like a layered thing and it just needs to kind of be undone. And then the person is good again. So when I actually took the, I think it was, it was belly zinc. Yes. Um, we used to call it belly zinc. So now yes. it's called core confidence. Core confidence. Okay. So this was like maybe eight or nine years ago now. Yes. Yes. We were taught not to do a sit up at all. Like, like sit-ups are over, like anything, like a crunch movement is over, but you have told me recently in the past couple of years that that is actually not true. Like we should be able to do a sit-up. Things have changed. You know, that fitness and health, there's always new research and things are always evolving and changing. So some women might be listening to this and they've heard this, like never can do a sit up. I can't even like get up from a, a lying position. <laughs> like I have to do the sexy slide. I got to roll over and kind yes. of get up on my own. What is your thought on that? Yeah. So I believe very strongly that humans should be able to move yes. and no movement should be off the table. Now, of course, sometimes you do have to heal things. And then, yeah, we do have to make things, but that's normal for everything where you do proper progression for the person, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if you don't do anything, then there is going to be no change either. So you do what you can do and you untrain, get rid of these habits and then fix things. So yeah, what's happened is in this particular sector, but other fitness is like this also. I mean, I remember going to our conferences and one year they say you can do this and one year you can't. (laughs) It's so true. It's because we're all doing our best with current research and um, just what is known at that time. So at that time, pelvic floor, vastus recti separation, all those things was very, very new. So it's about 15 years ago or so. Uh, Sorry, it wasn't new for pelvic floor physios, but it was new to us in fitness. And so what was happening is we had certain protocols that we believed to be true at the time, but then we progressed, you know, and things progressed. I tell you, Jenny, during those times, I almost quit fitness because, and, you know, I was my job for 15 years already because I didn't know how to move my body anymore. Yeah. So it was, it, it was. Yeah, it was, I was scared. Plus I was having very, very bad leaking. Right. So for me, it wasn't something like I was not interested in smelling like pee. (laughs) And so, yeah, it, it, it went that way, but now we're a lot better. Like I said, people can change really, really quickly. Of course, then you continue to use the information. Like I'm continuously to use the protocols in my training every single time I train, but I live my life good now too, you know, not leaking. I love how you say there's progression and everything. And that's, that's what we believe in, in the team strong girls community. That's how anybody really gets results. It's progression overload. And that's the same with what you're teaching too, because a lot of your clients, you know, they fix this problem now, now they're able to be strong in every movement and actually see progress with their body, you know, a, a full body recomp, which what you're 
what you're doing now is you're helping your clients kind of get to that next level. Yes. You know, shape their body, build more lean muscle, lose more yes. body fat. Um, and you've recently become a team strong girls franchisee coach. How is that going? So yeah, it's amazing. And you're right. Like my clients were ready for the next step, yeah. you know, like uh, 15 of them jumped, jumped on right away and they've been doing it for about two months and they're doing incredible, um, you know, and working through stuff. So I'm super excited to share their progress in the very near future. Um, yeah, it's just the, the next progression like you, like we have been talking about, even for me, right? And how I present things to my clients. Yeah, it, it's awesome. I love it. Well, one thing that I wanted to add about that is that I believe very strongly that pelvic floor issues are a fitness issue. That's not saying don't go to pelvic floor physio because 100% when you have something wrong anywhere in the body, you should seek out the appropriate professional to help you with the issue that you now caused. That needs to now be undone. But after that, it's a structural, the body, uh, fitness issue, period, the end. Like I feel that if very, very strongly, and I'm not only speaking by my own personal experience, but also having helped, you know, like hundreds of women, right? But nutrition is also a very big piece of that because when you have proper nutrition, now you have energy, now you can lift heavier. So now we can make the body stronger. So the whole thing, thing like it's a holistic thing that seems so far removed from the pelvic floor but it actually isn't because the pelvic floor is the bottom the fundamental the core of your body so let's give it all the things you know so how do you work with somebody that might have a pelvic floor issue anybody listening right now that's like okay yeah I am leaking a bit what's my next step what would you say to somebody who is maybe struggling or maybe just you know, think they have a pelvic floor issue, what's their next step? And how would they eventually maybe work with somebody like you? Yeah. Well, you, because you are <laughs> pelvic floor. So it's you. <laughs> so there's two ways, you know, one thing I've noticed is like when somebody has a trainer already, the bond we have with our trainers is very deep, right? Um, and that's because of the relationship that that relationship is. So I do have a course for people like that. So they can learn the missing links and then integrate it into their current workouts. Their trainer um, is qualified to strengthen their body. They can just bring the missing links in. Uh, so I have that available for that very reason or for like a woman that like, I was going to say you, but obviously you, but anybody, you know, that is very well versed in, in fitness, you could just take this and run with it. Yeah. Right. But if you haven't really trained or you're not really sure, or you really want to go the next level. So we want to do like full body transformation. Well, then one-on-one -on -one training is the answer for you. And that now we're talking customized. I make your programs for you. So it's specifically what your body needs. So yeah. what is happening with your pelvis? What is happening with your diaphragm? What is happening with your scaps, your shoulders? We just, I address those specific parts for you. And we, like I educate, we practice. It's just a step-by-step -step process to fix. And then we go all the way, you know? Now we've heard a lot of women are really nervous, especially after having babies. 
Um, we've all heard diastasis recti, which is like the separation of the, the ab muscles, right? So there's that like space in between. And I actually have a space in between. I don't even know. I I'm pretty sure I probably had a slight space in between before I had kids. Yes. Um, but people go crazy over this space, but it's not like, it could be an issue or it could not really be an issue at all. If you have a space, right. Can you talk more on that? Like what really is the problem? So this is also something that's progressed. So it's true, Jenny, when we started, we were obsessed, myself included, with acis recti separation. We were obsessed with it. So we were measuring in and no one would cross my fingers. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my God. Yeah, it was like (laughs) actually the first part of my assessment at the time. Now I don't worry about it so much because now we know that actually it's a normal thing that happens with pregnancy. And 100% of women have it. Of course, you're always going to have the exception to the rule for whatever genetic reason. That, that, that's that. that. It's an exception, right? Not the norm. The norm is we, we get it, and it's a way to make space for the baby, and it's supposed to spontaneously heal. But it often doesn't spontaneously heal. The same reason the pelvic floor didn't spontaneously, if you will, fix Mm-hmm. because of this whole core thing that the 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 poochy belly thing we spoke about earlier right but now i don't unless somebody really wants me to measure it for them i don't because i know we're going to fix it automatically um as we do all the other things so we're not so much concerned with the space which everybody has a space because it is a fibrous tissue that's there between the rectus abdominis muscles like Everybody has that. So it'll never be fused together. That's not how humans are built. But I don't obsess over it anymore because it's functionality that we're worried about. So once back pain goes away, leaking goes away, like Dasis recti is also, it has healed. So yes, it was supposed to heal those eight weeks postnatal, but it'll heal now because the body is like that, right? You're putting it into a position where it can now heal. Amazing. Yeah, I, 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 I remember, like, I don't even mention it anymore, but I'm, I know about it because I was obsessed about it too when I first had Jackson, but now it's, I just talk about the pelvic floor as a whole. And I think that's, that's how the industry has changed now. Everybody just talks yeah. about the pelvic floor and um, doesn't really say the diastasis recti anymore because it's all part of it. And like you said, yeah. when you feel the pelvic floor that heals as well. Yeah. Uh, well, Nicole, thank you so much. This has been awesome. I love having you part of the Strong Girls franchise because you just have added another element into it, just making women feel their absolute best. And I know that you work with primarily women who want to fix that first. And then like we said, progression, they want to move on to a body transformation because they're ready for that next level. Yeah. Where can people connect with you? I'm going to include all of your links, but Let's just let everybody know now, where can everybody connect with you or reach out to you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So on Instagram, I'm pelvic floor secrets. So it's pelvic underscore floor underscore secrets. My Facebook group, which I highly recommend. Yeah, it's a good one. Any wanting to know about this, come there. Like I do a live there every Tuesday and I teach people what's going on. And I try to bust myths in there, right? Because there's a ton of myths and, and fear around this problem as well. Um, so that's also called pelvic floor secrets. We'll, we'll definitely provide the link there. Those are honestly the two best places um, to reach me. I'm there active every single day. 
Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and thank you for doing this times two. Yeah, so it's good practice. I think this was a better one anyway. So I think so. And it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Nicole. And I hope you have an amazing holiday. And I'll see you soon. You too. Bye everyone. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend, or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.